Hey guys, what's up? Welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. What's up? How's it going? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a good day, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. I hope it's been, I hope the day's just been good to you. Um, what's up? I hope you guys are, you know, doing good. I am, you know, getting by day by day. Uh, definitely not at my lowest, but like definitely could be better. You know what I mean? Catch my drift. Okay. I feel like the entire world is just burnt out right now. I feel like everybody I know is just like, maybe that's just me self-projecting. I feel like I'm just so like just burnt out. Like I don't want to do anything. I have no motivation. I have no desire. And it's like I still get up and I do what needs to get done, but half the time I'm doing the stuff to get done because it has to get done. You know what I mean? Not because I want to do it. So basically I've just been trying to find like, you know, some type of purpose with everything. Um, so yeah, I don't think that sounds too good, but it's okay. It's fine. We're fine. Um, okay. Okay. I'm excited to talk about today's topic because I'm talking about my job and I love to talk about my job. Any of my friends know that because I'll just start talking about it for no reason. Whether they ask or not, I'm going to start talking about it, okay? Like, it's just, it's bound to happen. I just can't help it. I love what I do. So if you're unaware, I am a spin instructor. I teach like rhythmic spin so it's all you know to the beat of the music to the rhythm uh we do you know like we'll do like some interval stuff but and then we'll do like uh like moves and stuff I don't know it's really fun if you've never done spin before it's a similar to soul cycle but different we're our own I mean I'd say we're better but you know I didn't I didn't say it but I did uh, okay, before we get into the main topic, before I get ahead of myself, um, I do want to share what I learned, because if you're new here, the title of this podcast is You Learn Something New Every Day, and that's because when you're being mindful and you're being present and you're practicing mindfulness and, you know, just being aware of what's going on around you, being present in the moment and not stuck in the past or the future, or like worrying about the future, like you're really living in the moment not just going through the motions, not just like, you know, existing, like you're being present. When you do that, you are going to see how much that you can learn from just experiencing a normal day. Like you don't even have to do anything crazy. You're just gonna, you're gonna learn. And that's just, that's just from experience. It's how life works. So what I learned, I came across a TikTok that had me And I don't really like TikTok. I don't go on it that often. I have the app, but um, I just, honestly, I only go on it when, like, my friend or my sister sends me a TikTok, and then I go on it, and then it's, like, the app opens because they send me it. So, anyway, I saw this one, and it was this girl explaining something called astro, like, projection, and I was like, what the heck is that? And she was, like, talking about it, and she was talking about, like, an outer body experience, and I was like this sounds kind of interesting. So I like clicked on her thing and she has like a whole series of, you know, TikToks. And it's just like a whole, I like I, I scrolled down and started from the beginning and I listened to all of them. And it was just kind of her explaining 
uh, a lot of information about it. And long story short, if you don't know what it is, it's you could be you could hear it as astro projection, astral projection, astral travel, astro travel, whatever. Basically, what this like concept is is that when you and it's not for everybody, and it's not something that can be done by everybody, but basically, it's the idea that you can go anywhere like literally anywhere you could go anywhere in the world with your your spirit or your soul like your inner self not your physical body so it's basically like your soul separating from your physical body because you are so much more than just your physical body like that is not I mean yes that's where your soul's like living and that's like your little home but that's just the that's just the home that's just the walls to the house that's not what's inside you know what I mean so basically it's I don't even know how to explain it without sounding crazy because I don't know enough on it yet I literally just got introduced to this topic yesterday but I did watch a lot of YouTube videos I went down a little rabbit hole but it's kind of similar in the sense of uh, it's it's like you're lucid dreaming but you're still awake like you're you're actually awake it's what she was saying is you go like you it's like you you don't have to be going to sleep because you're not going to sleep but like you have to be like laying down or like sitting down and like comfortable and like like temperature wise comfortable like you know sit like whether you're sitting down or you're laying in your bed whatever it is and you have to picture in your head something like where you want to go or like what you want to see and you're supposed to lay there and just like relax and like just try to control your thoughts it's it's kind of tied into like the mindfulness like you have to be you have to be good at like meditation would be a great step to do before this because to be able to do this you know out of body travel like you have to be able to completely relax your mind and you have to be able to have control over your thoughts because whatever you think when your soul does you know come apart from your body it's like wherever whatever you think about that's where it's going to go so you have to be very aware of like what your thoughts are because that's going to affect you know like where you end up and if you snap out of it, if you freak out, if you like, you know, get in your head when it is happening, it's going to snap you right back into it. And like, you're going to be like woken up and yeah, I, I, I really did not explain it the best, but that's basically the concept is just your soul traveling without your physical body, like being able to go places without your physical body. And it has to do with the fact that there's different like a whole other dimension that we can't see but our souls can can see so that probably doesn't make any sense but hopefully you understood some of it and if not totally go do your own research look this up on youtube there's so many videos um and it's really interesting but yeah anyway enough about that we're gonna be talking about what goes into making a playlist for a spin class so and not just the playlist, but, like, what goes into, like, 
preparing for one, I guess, if you will. But um, I, I don't just teach spin. I also teach bar, and I teach, like, strength kind of hit classes, uh, like body weight, free weight type of exercises. And this is all at this one studio that I work at currently and I'm working on getting my CPT and some other things and yeah that's that's where I'm at right now that's who I am with work but okay let's let's get into this so I started taking cycle classes when I was 15 and I honestly did not like it I was like this is kind of weird like I don't I don't know how to feel about this like, the lights turned off, everybody's at least twice my age there, I was like, yo, this is kind of... Then the lady starts yelling on the microphone, I was like, okay, what's going on? But, you know, flash forward a few years later, here we are, and I love it. I went from being a client, and then pretty soon after I started going there, they had a front desk associate like opening or whatever and like they were looking for someone so I was like I'll you know like if you hire like if you want to hire me I'll do it so I got a job uh working the front desk at CycleFit and little did I know that that was about to like change my whole entire future like I I had no idea I was I was uh literally okay wait I'm sorry I have to backtrack but picture this if you listen to my psychiatric, like, psych hospital um, uh, episode about, like, my experience with uh, the lovely mental hospital, I mentioned how in, like, sophomore year, I was really, really low. This, it was right after I got out of the hospital when I started working the front desk. Like, this was the turning point in my life. And the thing is, I didn't know it, and I didn't... Like, I just, I just thought I was getting a front desk job. Like, literally, that is it. I, I don't know. I didn't think too much of it. But because of that, I was able to take free classes since I was an employee. So next thing you know, I'm taking a bunch of classes because I get them for free. And then I start to get, like, really hooked on them. And I'm like, wait, this is really fun. And I'm, like, adding a bunch of resistance. I'm trying to, like, make them, you know, I'm trying to, like, challenge myself. And I just, like, loved that aspect of really trying to push myself and I got good at it like I had rhythm I've been uh, you know like I didn't do dance but I did palms when I was younger so I like you know I understand how to count music and I don't know I just took a ton of classes and I got very involved in all the other like background stuff with uh like the owners like I would you know help out with any I don't even know. Just, like, little behind-the-scenes type of stuff. So, I went from that, and then I knew I wanted to be an instructor. So, when I was 16, I, like, went to my boss. I was like, oh, like, I know I'm, like, this age, but I want to, like, be an instructor. Like, I want to teach. So, long story short, I was trained, I was auditioned, I, or no, I wasn't auditioned, I auditioned, and next thing you know, March 12th, 2019, I taught my first class, 
and it was a full class a lot of my friends came one of my teachers came and it was really cool I've come such a long way from that class but oh my god it was so much fun I was so nervous like beyond nervous like my stomach was a wreck but I was really excited but here we are today I've been teaching for almost two years uh next month will be two years and I'm on the younger side of the overall demographic, okay? I, I'm i 18 right now. Yes, I've been teaching for two years, but, like, I'm still 18. And most people, if they start, like, this is when they are starting, if not later. A lot of the people that work with me and that work in this industry in general are... I think the youngest instructor we have besides me is like 22 and then we have 25 and like 26 27 28 like 30 like that and then even older than that but basically like what I'm getting at is I'm just a younger I'm just young in this industry and it kind of makes it harder but it also kind of makes me want to like work harder you know because I know that it people could like look at it and be like, oh, like she's still like a child. Why would I want to take a fitness class from a child? But in reality, like I have worked just as hard, if not harder, to be, you know, the instructor that I am just because the other instructors are older than me. Like, so what? That's, that doesn't mean anything. That literally doesn't mean anything. You could have an instructor that's 10 years older than me and that doesn't know anything. They don't have rhythm. They can't find the beat. That, like, it, age doesn't have anything to do with it at that point. You know what I mean? But, um, I, I also had, did have the benefit of the doubt. Like, yes, I was young, but I was, I, I was able to talk to adults. Like, I've always, Cycle fit really brought me out of my shell in that way. Like I'm able to just talk to people. I'm able I'm an introvert, but I can seem extremely extroverted ex- especially at work. I am always talking to people. I'm always trying to like, you know, just I just I don't know. I just I just like talking to the clients. I like to try to get to know them and I want them to feel safe and comfortable and all that. But I'll talk more about that. But anyway, I like to be close with um you know clients if you know as long not not in like a weird way but uh I've just I've developed a lot of friends from over the few past few years and yeah it's really really cool it's a really cool it's a it's a great community that's the word I'm looking for but yeah so for me I was I'm I was close with the clients and I was also really close with the owners So I was like, I got both ends, you know, I had been a client, I was friends with clients, and then I've seen the other side, like the behind the scenes of the business. I've been like, you you know what I mean? Like I would talk to the owners and I would be sitting with them like with them in a meeting or like talking about ideas for stuff. Like I saw both ends, you know, so let's get into making the actual playlist because I do want to get into this because I don't think anybody realizes how much work it actually is I've someone asked me they were like what do you like do you just like hit shuffle like on your playlist and like you just 
you just like go from there and it's like hell no hell no no i am not hitting shuffle that is that is like that's the last thing i'd rather ride in silence i'd rather have to sing just kidding i mm, it would be bad anyway making the playlist it could take 20 minutes or it could take two hours there's no in between for me it usually takes two hours i just get very particular i get very indecisive and i think about them for a long time and i really because i just i want it to be the best it can be so it takes me a long time usually but it's always worth it because people will compliment me on my playlist and my music and i'm like thank you because i spend way too long looking for songs finding songs listening to songs you know messing around with the playlist and like i was saying earlier you must know how to like count music you have to have rhythm you have to be able to cue the beat drops you have to be able to talk to the music so like what i mean by talk with the music is like if the beat is like and you're like uh like like tap it back right now like you're kind of like talking along telling them what to do but like you're talking with the beat i don't know how to explain it other than like actually doing it but you'd you'd get it if you if you took a class but um yeah you gotta be able to count the music obviously so that you can get on beat and then you have to be able to count the music to be able to cue the beat drops okay like the beat's gonna drop and then if y'all are doing something you gotta be able to let them know before you can't just be like okay the beat's gonna drop and like then we're gonna like do a push-up like you have to you have to like cue them in so like the beats come in it's coming you hear it like winding up and you gotta be like four three two push up you know like push it out drop it low whatever it is tap it back so yeah you gotta be able to you gotta be able to do that um you must know the song well to be able to do this okay some songs have big drops of like 30 seconds sometimes more sometimes less some songs don't really have a drop uh i use a like a lot of i'll use a lot of like songs that are more like techno like edm that have drops like that for like sprints and pushes and then i'll play like rap and like other fun songs that don't necessarily have a big drop like that but you still have to be able to like know the song well and like know you know if the chorus comes in and whatever because it's just it's part of the experience if you're not able to count down for the big drop and you don't know that it's 30 seconds like you just kind of you like you're y'all are just riding and the beat just ends and y'all are still like sprinting like it's just it just it's it's not it's not the vibe we're going for it's not the vibe we're going for okay you got to be able to ride to the song you got to make sure that you can ride to the song so like when you're listening to a song it's not just oh this is a fun song you got to think about okay how fast is this beat is it too fast is it too slow is it like perfect is it you know maybe it's it's fine but like it's a little bit fast so like make sure you don't do any moves that are you know impossible to do that fast like you have to think about like yes i can do this but like can can everybody else do it 
And the point isn't for everybody to be able to do it. I tell my clients before class, I'm like, this is supposed to challenge you. Like, it's not supposed to be easy. I don't want you to be able to get every single beat. Like, that means it's not challenging for you and you're not getting uncomfortable and you're not getting stronger because you can't get stronger without getting uncomfortable. But yeah, you just, you got to be able to know what people are capable of and what they are able to like understand. So you have to make sure that you're efficiently explaining and describing everything that you're doing. So like if you have a combo that you're about to do and the beat drop is coming up, then you got to talk fast, but you got to explain it well. And you got to be able to be clear and efficient. Like it's, it's, it's kind of quick pace. Like you can't, you can't sit and like think too hard about what you're going to say because the moment's going to pass and you're going to miss the timing. So what I was saying with the shuffling, order of the playlist is so freaking important. It is everything, okay? You are throwing a party on a bike. It is an experience. It's not just a workout class. It is a full experience. The lights turn off. We got fun LED lights around the stage, and I usually put, like, the color-changing one on. And it's... The energy is just awesome. When you're creating this playlist, you want it to be able to be the experience that it can be. So... You have the intro song, which could be, you know, maybe it's like you want to like get right into it and it's like going to be pretty hype or maybe it's like it's kind of like slow getting into it and then it's like kind of chill and then the second song, maybe it's like faster and maybe it's more intense or like hyped up of a song. Like maybe it's just like a really fast rap song Uh, and then maybe you have like a hill after that um that's the other thing you got to be able to know where to add the hills where to add the sprints where to add the breaks because they need breaks you can't just make it you know sprint song push song sprint song push song like you can't just make you you can't just expect them to like go fast the whole time like that's not you got to be able to add some diversity in there. You can't, nothing comes from doing the same thing over and over. So you have to make sure that these are, you know, different. You're not doing the same routine or like outline that you always do. So if you're doing this, like if you're, if, I mean, classes are longer than this, but say class was only three songs long. If you just do intro, song with like moves and then you do a hill and then you do a fast song every single time that's exactly what you're doing moves hill fast song like it people are gonna get bored they don't want to come same with the music that's why I'm so particular my worst fear is for someone to be bored in my class I never want that and that is why I spend so much time on my playlist because I want people to be engaged I want them to try to be able to just let go of everything else going on I mean you're throwing a party on a bike you're throwing the experience it has this specific energy no one to add the weight track no one to you know put the hills and the sprints next to each other but then make sure you add like a a song where you're doing moves to get more of a break and 
you need to know what vibe is needed that's the other thing like from the song like so it all flows together you don't want to make the first song like slow and sad you know what i mean like you want to make it hyped and exciting and you don't want to make the last song like slow and boring like the last song is like the epic big finale you are sprinting home you are leaving it all on the bike you're letting it out you're just you know letting out whatever else you have left that's the last song and it's like a big drop and we do a sprint usually I'm just talking for my classes at least and for most of the classes at CycleFit that I have taken you just have to make sure it all flows together okay with what the vibe is like maybe it's a a rap song maybe you're playing like Meek Mill and Rick Ross for one song and then maybe you're playing like I don't know like why am I blanking right now? And then next thing you know, you're playing like Paramore or something. And then you're playing Taylor Swift. And then you're playing Bass and Nectar. And then you're playing a boogie with a hoodie. And like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you just got to make sure it all fits together. And you got to make sure it all flows. You don't want to just, I don't know. You don't want to, you don't want to make sure, uh, you don't want to make sure. You want to make sure that it's not it's not like I don't even know how to explain it like it just you just like that's why it's such an experience and something that like you have to do and I never really know exactly how to explain it to people until they come take a class because it's just it's a different energy and you won't be able to understand like what vibe is needed from the song so it all flows together until you take a class and you understand the class. Also, you need to make sure that the vibe of the song matches what you're doing. So like, we're not gonna be like, we're not gonna be sprinting to like a slow song, you know what I mean? Like, just like you wouldn't play a fast song, like a quick beat, you wouldn't add a bunch of resistance and climb a hill for that. Like you wouldn't go slow for that, you know what I mean? So you gotta make sure it all fits and flows together. If you change one thing, it's going to change it all. And I love to do that. I will, like, change a song and then then I it changes everything. There's also a specific time that these playlists have to be. Now, we aren't so... We aren't extremely anal about it. Like, we... Class is 45 minutes, but, I mean, I'll go over a few minutes sometimes. Maggie, I know you're listening to this. Shout out. Best instructor in the world. Maggie Murray, everybody. Uh, I work with her. She, and she's my friend, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, she's like my best friend. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, but she'll go over too sometimes. And like, it's just a few minutes. You know, it might be like 47 or something. But we do have to include the stretch at the end. So you have to have your whole playlist and then after that last song like whether it's a sprint song or whatever you have to have another song that's more chill and slow and that's your stretching song that's the cool down you have to incorporate that into your workout slash playlist as well so that's usually like everybody's you know cooling down like we're doing stretches uh we're letting our heart rate come down and we're just doing a group stretch to make sure that you're not just leaving after 
going super hard and like not stretching or cooling down at all that's not good that's not healthy so these classes are 45 minutes sometimes the playlist is way too long or way too short and you have to adjust it if it's way too long which happens sometimes i get pissed sometimes some songs are just really long and i want to add x amount of songs but i can only fit so many so you have to take one out and then you have to think okay how does this affect the other songs how does this affect the whole playlist how does this i just took out a sprint song should i take out a hill and make that a sprint then like if i'm only having one other sprint like am i should i take all hills out and make only like you know what i mean like you have to you have to think about this you have to think about how it all affects each other so that's kind of like the rundown of the playlist for preparation in general with my classes i'll talk a little bit about that i don't like to immediately eat before i really hate that Uh, i don't understand if you can do cardio or any exercise like that after eating you do that okay but i hate that feeling of something in my stomach it'll just cramp up and i will get some bad acid reflex or whatever but that's not a problem because i just don't eat right before i know when my classes are uh most of them are either in the morning or the afternoon so the morning ones i don't eat before because i have my water and my coffee and i don't like to eat in the morning anyway so it's not like i'm like if i i taught like for example i taught at nine this morning when i'm recording this i well normally I wake up at seven for those but like that's two hours before class I don't want to eat right when I wake up I really like I don't even eat at that time even if I was awake for a while so yeah it's just it depends on the day but like in the afternoon like I just make sure it's like no later than like you know two or three hours before the class that I'm like having food food like if I have an apple or something or like a little bit of fruit like an hour before or something like I'm fine like that's fine but uh yeah that's just me can't have anything heavy like that but I always have hella water and hella coffee I'm that person that's like chugging the coffee cup at like the 5 30 p.m class and people are like yo what are you doing like that's gonna make your stomach hurt and I'm like nope this is this is what's gonna make me go fast <laughs> this is my this is my zoom zoom juice I don't know why I just said that. I regret it, but what are we going to do about it? All right, here's the other thing that I do. I like to show up at least 30 minutes early. Usually I show up about 45 to 30 minutes, maybe even an hour. It just depends. But you got to show up early not only to listen to the songs on, like, the sound system and get hyped, but, like, you got to set everything up. You know, you got to stretch. You got to make sure that, like, you're good. The mic is all set up. You got to make sure the batteries are good. Make sure the sound system's, you know, all working good. Make sure your phone is charged or whatever you're using, your computer. Got to make sure all that works. Got to make sure that's all good. And then you also have to make sure that you're hyped, okay, and that you're, like, stretched and warmed up. Because when clients get there, you might get distracted talking to them. Because sometimes, you know, they might want to talk and sometimes you might want to talk. So it's just good to kind of, like, do all that and get there early before the clients get there so that you know you're all set up and good so I like to wake up that being said I like to wake up at least 90 minutes before the starting time probably more than that uh 
but I at least 90 because I need to have some of it of a personality for class um I leave like an hour before the class starts usually if I'm teaching so because I'm like I'm like 20 minutes away from my studio so that usually ends up being like a perfect timing so you know if I'm waking up 30 minutes before I leave 45 maybe even an hour like that's usually plenty of time it's not like like I'm going to yes I'm going to work but like I'm also at the end of the day like I'm going to work out like it's not like I have to do my makeup or anything and like if I'm doing my hair like maybe I'll braid it or like put it up in the bun like but nothing nothing extreme or crazy or anything and then my outfit I usually will have it like out the night before or whatever but like it's all workout clothes and I love it oh my god I love it okay so here's the other things that I like to do that I like to prep or do to prep I always always listen to my playlist on the in the car on the way I'm sure all instructors honestly do this but it's just always got to happen. I'm always blasting it. Even if it's like early as heck in the morning and I'm like, I would rather not blast Rick Ross into my ear, but I do it anyways because it gets me hyped up. It wakes me up. And sometimes when I'm in the car, when I'm on the way, if I really feel like I need to get hyped up, I start, <laughs> I, oh my God, just picture Chloe in her car alone driving blasting music the whole car is like shaking from the bass and I'm like yelling at the imaginary clients like I kind of practice warm up my voice almost like I'll just kind of like yell like I don't know like I'll just kind of like count and be like yay like I don't know I don't even know how to explain it because if you don't do spin you won't get it (laughs) you're gonna think I'm weird but it's just it's what I gotta do sometimes so yeah, like, I'll be like, hey, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I just think it's kind of funny because, I don't know, like, if other people do that, I don't know. Let me know. If you're an instructor, let me know. Uh, but, yeah, like I mentioned, my hair is usually in a braid. Like a, My hair is pretty long, too, and it's heavy. So I usually do a ballerina bun or a one French braid or like a ponytail braid or I'll do two French braids and I'll tie them together like at the nape of my neck just so it's like not like flying in my face or anything because I hate when my hair is touching me when I'm working out because it just gets in the way and it gets gross and tangly so that's why I'm always braiding it or putting it in that ballerina bun but sometimes the bun just doesn't stay like my hair is kind of heavy so it just I just gotta you know do what you gotta do I wish I could just throw it in a ponytail and like be good but my hair just falls out so for like inspiration and stuff I like to I like to read whether it be books about you know anything or whether it be like a post or an article I I like to read and get inspired by other instructors with like whether it be the words I say and like how I deliver the overall message of class I like to 
I like to get inspired and, you know, just hear from and observe other instructors because it just, it's, I mean, like I was saying earlier at the beginning of the episode, like with life in general, like when you just have more experience, when you just see more, when you witness more, when you experience more, you simply just have more knowledge and it just gives you more, it just gives you a greater advantage. I like to talk to clients before, like I was mentioning earlier. I love doing that. They walk in, you know, I'm like, hey, blunt. like I usually know their name. And if I don't, I'm going to ask them and just kind of ask how they do, how they're doing. And, you know, like what kind of chat and depending on like who it is and like, you know, how well I know them, like we might have like a full on conversation, but it kind of eases up any nerves and it like sets you up for a great workout. You know, if, like, we're all kind of, like, talking and, like, kind of laughing, telling some jokes, if everyone's, like, comfortable and stuff like that, then it's good because spin is very vulnerable, okay? You are in a dark room. You're on a bike that goes nowhere. It is a hard class. There's music blasting, and it can get emotional. It's very vulnerable. Like, you're very vulnerable in spin, so... I want everyone to feel as comfortable as they can, and I want everyone to feel like my class is a safe space for them. I tell myself before class that I'm going to crush it and that it will be an amazing class. I remember, like, when I started teaching, like, there were some days where I would be just so tired, like, whether it be mentally or just physically or, you know, maybe I just was not having the best day. And, you know, I maybe teaching and being all hyped up and doing spin wasn't exactly the number one thing I wanted to do in the moment, but I had a class to teach. And if I was ever negative about teaching a class before, the class is going to suck. It's, I mean, it won't actually suck. Like I could still have a good class, but it won't be my best and I won't be happy with it because I will know that I could do better. So what I do Even if I feel like absolute crap, like I hate my playlist, I hate how I feel, and just I hate the day, whatever. Lots of hate, sorry. Um, I'll use strongly dislike. If I just strongly dislike how my day is going, I don't care. Before class, you you gotta claim it. You gotta use that law of attraction. If you put out negative energy, you're gonna get that negative energy back. Whatever you tell yourself, that is what's gonna happen. So what I do, I tell myself I'm gonna crush it. I tell myself it's gonna be an amazing class and I believe it because I was, because I'm like, you know what? This is about to happen. Okay, we're one way or another, it's coming. And might as well make it a great class okay like people took time out of their day to show up here and take your class they signed up for this class they paid to be here like I am going to make it an amazing class and that honestly usually does the trick like I just get very hyped up pretty fast from that um it's kind of almost like fake it till you make it like even if you're like, bro, there is two people in class. There's three people in class. Like, there's nobody. You just got to be like, all right, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so hype. It's going to be perfect. Along with what I was saying 
with like explaining everything properly you gotta also make sure you like know what you're talking about with form and you gotta be able to explain it efficiently like you gotta explain it properly you like for i mean as a basic example like when we first begin class we usually lift up like stand up and we're riding on the beat and like out of the saddle and you gotta explain to them like your hips are back over the saddle like you're just like one inch over the saddle okay your your core is tight your elbows are in nice and tight by your body they're not like hanging out wide your knees are in they're not going out you have enough resistance on your bike so that you aren't out of control you feel like nice and supported and you're able to like push and pull so like as you're driving your one foot down you're driving your opposite knee up so that your entire leg is working and you also want your shoulders back and down because that way your chest can be proud and your head can be held high and that's how good form should be so that way that your hands can be light and you're not leaning over the handlebars because the weight should always just be in your legs and like you're using your core to hold yourself up your hands are just there for balance purposes if you're doing moves and stuff obviously that's a different story but like just riding like the general basic form that's what's up you got to also be able to engage the audience. Okay, like what I was saying earlier, my I don't want anyone to feel bored. That's why it takes so long with my playlist. I want them to feel like engaged in it. I want them to enjoy the workout. I want them to feel like they're getting a good sweat. But you also want to make sure that you're not just like giving them a hard class. And you're just like, come on, come on. Like you want them to still be able to feel seen and heard and empowered and strong and motivated and safe if you're just yelling at them to go 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 and they're obviously you know they don't have that in them right now that's okay but like you have to be able to understand that like not everybody's able to give it a hundred percent like that all the time you know what I mean so you got to know like the fine line between you know a challenge and straight up just like not because if if you give them something that's way too challenging and you're not giving any room for error like you're not emphasizing how much it does not matter if it's not perfect like if you're not on the beat if you're not hitting every move perfectly like that's okay that's okay I tell that before every class I'm like I do not care if you get all this because I mess up half the time so I don't expect you to get everything perfectly and I say that because I don't want anyone to feel unmotivated if you're just giving them a hard-ass class and they feel like they can't keep up with it that's gonna be so hard they're gonna be talking to themselves negatively like why can't I do this like I can't do it and they're just gonna the whole class they're gonna be miserable they're gonna feel like they're never gonna get it and then they're gonna be like what's the point so you gotta make sure you're keeping them engaged and you're keeping them not just engaged with like what they're doing in their workout but like with their self I don't know like you have to I always tell my clients I'm like pay attention to how you speak to yourself like because if you're talking to yourself negatively you're gonna that's what you're gonna get 
but if you're telling yourself that you got this and you're telling yourself like I can do this and like mind over matter like that that's when it's gonna that's when you're gonna be able to see that's when you're gonna be able to surprise yourself with what you can do so sometimes the energy in the room is low so you have to create it yourself they feed off of you if I have no energy if I am not yelling and I'm all hyped up it's gonna be boring I don't want that like I don't want them snoozing off and like you know feeling like I'm not even engaged like I go I make it look like this is the like one thing and it usually is the one thing that I want to be doing like the number one thing that I want to be doing is like being there right then and there in that room with them and they feed off of that and you got to be able to provide that own energy for yourself you got to be able to find that from within because yes sometimes the energy in the room from the clients is insane and we're all just feeding off of each other and everybody's hyped up however sometimes there's classes that are you know the clients are just maybe quieter they're maybe it's just an early morning one maybe it's you know different vibe I can't rely on them for the energy like that's what they're here for okay if they're able to pick it up and then reciprocate that like back like awesome but if they don't I should be able to keep that up and sustain that on my own because that's part of my job they feed off of you all right that's all I have on my notes for today and that's honest I think I covered everything that I wanted to talk about I hope I made sense today I know some of it was rambly but uh I just I wanted to give you guys the rundown of what it's like preparing for class if you guys have any questions about anything whether it be about this episode or not you can message me on Instagram my thing is Chloe so C-H-L-O-E dot vetter v is in violet e-t-t-e-r uh you can message me you can let me know what episodes you want to hear I I love hearing any ideas like let me know what you guys want to hear because sometimes I don't know what y'all want to hear but yeah thank you guys so much for listening I really appreciate it I hope you're having a good day I hope the rest of the day is good to you and I hope you learned something stay safe stay healthy and remember if today is not great the sun will rise and we will try it again see you guys